joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. I'm your host for today. And on our program today, we are going to talk about joy and authenticity. What does it mean to be authentic? What happens when things get in the way? How do we deal with those distractions? And why are we craving authenticity so much in our lives? To walk us through this conversation, it is my pleasure to welcome our special guest, Kayla Cummings. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Deb. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. And I love what you sent me. I've known you for a little bit of time, but I love when I ask the question, tell me a little bit about you. And you said, I'm a daughter of the king, wife of an amazing woodsman of my dreams, and mama bear of four. You love fishing, canoeing, and exploring and no one to break for yard sales. That we may need to talk about a little bit more. <laughs> and you have a heart for serving others and sharing a message of hope. Kayla, I'm so happy that you're here. What an incredible way to describe yourself. I love it. That in and of itself is authentic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's who you are. It's who you are and how you show up. One of the reasons that I wanted you to come and talk about authenticity is because every time I see you, you are so authentic. You are who you are. So I'm just curious, who has influenced your desire to be authentic? Well, I would say my gran is um, someone that's very important to me. Um, and my grandparents in general, just when I was growing up, they gave me space to be who I was and um, and they were who they were. And it helped me to to be able to have space to grow in who I was. Um, also, my husband and my parents and my kids, um, they really helped me to be who I am and be okay with that. And they encourage um, encourage me to be real. So yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> They show up who they are in the world. Yeah. And this is what it really means to be authentic, right? You show up as you are. And I can't think of a more real statement than wife of an amazing woodsman of your dreams. Can you tell us a little bit about this amazing woodsman? Oh, he is, yeah, everything that I ever hoped for. Um, and I actually described him before I even met him to a friend while we were out kayaking. I said, I would, you know, like if I could have anybody, it would be someone that just doesn't care about them, like what they look like, but they, you know, are caring about me and... um Somebody that can chop a tree down and just, yeah, I don't know, just, and have a big beard. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> there's something about beards and woodsmen that do kind of go together, I think. And I love that. Mama Bear of four children. What are your, what are the ages of the kids? So Finn is um, 15 months and Keely is three and Awen is eight and River is 10. Wow. That's amazing. You are a busy mama. I feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you have time for yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to squeeze it in there, but um, just navigating that right now <laughs> is yeah, kind of hard. But. Absolutely. Well, and I'm curious what your thoughts are about when you become a mom. Do you think that starts bringing people into living a more authentic life? I think, I think it does. Um, for me, it, it did, anyways. Um, I realized that, you know, that there's this responsibility for another person. Um, it really helped me to just question a lot of the decisions I was making um, and thinking about the future generation and all of these different things that I never really thought about before. 
Um, you know, even taking a shower was like a luxury. <laughs> you know, when you first have a baby, you're like, whoa, you just you end up having to give so much of yourself away. So I think that really helps to, um, yeah, it helps to look at what's important in life and, um, yeah. I love that you bring up the shower thing. I remember as a mom, a first mom, first time mom, and I remember, I think it was like three days. I mean, I just could not get in the shower. I, you know, there was all kinds of stuff going on. And I remember getting in that shower and I was like, don't ever stop. (laughs) This shower felt so good. And I don't think people realize until they've had a child and have gone through some of those things that when we are talking about literally being not grateful for a shower, we are really that grateful. And even three minutes is better than nothing, right? Definitely. (laughs) And you're lucky if you get five minutes, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's so it's just so crazy sometimes. So one of the things that you and I talk a lot about is people finding the gold within themselves. And when you find that gold, and you are who you are, that is a piece of authenticity. What are some things that you've done to find the gold in yourself? Well, I think that um, having just time with the Lord and having um, other people encourage me and point out different things, like even this, you know, you saying, hey, come on. I'm like, oh, why me? You know, I could think of 35 other people that um, you could talk to you to share about joy and um, things like that. I just there's so many things that um, in my life that I consider as weaknesses and um, and what I think the verse that kind of fits with that is Second um, Corinthians 12 verses nine. Uh, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Um, that part really spoke to me because I realized that, um, I have a lot of weaknesses and, um, God has used those for himself, for strength. And and that helps to, um, helps me to be okay with making mistakes. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) if anything, um, that's probably one of the trademarks. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm glad that you brought this up because I think sometimes people can make up that, well, if I'm being authentic I can't make mistakes or if I'm being right. The reality is that when we make mistakes, we are being authentic, right? There's, there's different ways that we can look at this. There's different perspectives around it. And I don't know why we get in this whole thing about somehow people think they have to be perfect. To me, the imperfect is the authentic piece of people. And I love that you bring that up because we all make mistakes, right? We get to choose to own up to them but it doesn't mean we aren't going to make mistakes. And sometimes they're intentional, sometimes they're not, right? That's a whole other conversation that we could have around that. Talk to me about grace. Where have you seen grace show up in your life? Oh, so many times. Um, So many times, every day. (laughs) Um, And I think that was something that really, when I was thinking about what to talk about, is that um, people, and myself included, just need to have that, um, grace for ourselves to make those mistakes, um, but also realizing that God has covered the past, the present, and the future mistakes. So what I'm already <laughs> going to be making, I mean, um, and so just having faith and trusting in him that he is going to cover everything. And then, you know, love cul- covers a multitude of sins. So um, just making sure that I'm showing love and um, extending that grace that I've been given 
um, to others because I've been shown a lot of grace in so many ways by so many people, um, but especially, you know, by God and forgiving me. And um, But yeah, learning to forgive myself and having grace towards myself is definitely a journey I'm still on. Yeah. But, um, but it's there and we can just grab it, take hold of it and hold fast to what is good. Yeah. Isn't it amazing that it's so much harder to forgive ourselves than someone else? It is. Like, what's that about? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Sometimes those thoughts just come in, um, you know, negative about yourself and it's just easier to take those in and internalize those um, in different ways because everyone has different uh, ways that the enemy, I feel like, tries to get a foothold in their life. Um, and the battlefield in the mind is very real. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree 100%. So as you think about people showing up authentic in life, what are some of the things that you notice, like characteristics of those people that maybe you admire, maybe it's something in yourself, when you know you're being authentic, like what does that look like in other people? Um, I think, again, just having, having the um, being real, you know, not hiding those things that, um, that we think other people wouldn't like, things like that. It's hard because, like, everybody, you know, there's different people that you, you know, try to please, things like that. Um, but just being real with where you're at. And um, so, like, I try not to focus on, like, yes, this is the circumstance I'm in, but um, not having too much giving power to the circumstance, mm -hmm. but realizing, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm in the muck. I'm in the mire. <laughs> Um, but I having my focus on God and what he can do, um, in that situation, yeah, I guess. Absolutely. I had a moment yesterday. This is bringing me to a, a little moment. I was, I don't know what was going on yesterday morning, but I just was feeling something just really, it was just like, like what's going on. And I was like, I need to go in the garden. I just felt like I needed to start weeding. And as I was going through those weeds, it was like, I was pulling out toxic. It was just crazy. Like I had this thing. And then the Lord just sat me down. He said, sit down and have a cup of coffee for a minute. And he said, I want to remind you that your strength is in me. You may think it's in you, but it's really from me. So whatever's going on here, Use me as your strength. Stop trying to do you as your strength. And it was like I literally relaxed in the seat. Everything started to feel differently. And I was like, okay, God is, my strength is from him. It is in him. It's just like Nehemiah 8.10. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And I think when we have that, it shifts everything, right? Because it does become more authentic. When we keep trying to take control and do all these other things, we miss it, don't we? We just completely miss it. Definitely. And God wants it, wants to draw us deeper into that authenticity. It's it's just, God wants us in that place, right? When we are authentic and genuine, we also show him to people. Right. And that's what I love too. You know when you know, don't you? When you're talking to someone, you just know when you know when you know. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's what I love too, is like when we look at people, we're like, okay, we know when we know when we know, and, and this is, it feels genuine and feels authentic. Just like the opposite is true. When it's not authentic, we know it's not authentic, right? Right. Yeah. We are going to be talking about some of those signs of people not being authentic. We are going to talk about distractions, what gets in the way of our authenticity, and we are going to continue talking more about our conversation on joy and authenticity right after we take a brief pause. Stay with us.
Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy and Live Joy, Share Joy. I like to be infused with joy all the time. Every Monday through Friday, I do an Infusion of Joy video on Facebook and Instagram. I cover a topic related to joy and provide insights, perspectives, and distinctions, as well as offer an opportunity for you to continue digging even deeper into your own joy. Make sure you're following me on the Life Full of Joy Facebook page and on Instagram at Live Joy Share Joy. Live Joy and Share Joy. Realtors Noemi, Harry, and Abby of Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty are here for all your real estate needs in Bemidji and the surrounding communities. Whether you are looking to purchase a home or looking to sell, call the award-winning customer service team to help. Please contact Noemi at 218-760-4689 or click the link for Team Aylesworth on the Business Impact Partner page at yourqfm.com. Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty, where you are their priority. Thank you for joining us. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. With us today is Kayla Cummings. We are talking about joy and authenticity. And going into the break, we were really starting to talk about how do we know when people aren't authentic and what do we know about distractions? And Kayla, you and I were just briefly talking during the break about, yeah, well, we know when someone's not authentic because it does kind of feel like an imposter. It would sort of like be me trying to all of a sudden... uh be a person that I just wasn't. And people would be like, Deb, that's not even you. Have you ever had someone say to you, like, Kayla, that's not even you. Why are you doing this? What does that, have you ever had someone say that to you? Um, actually, recently, <laughs> I, I, um, my husband was working, I was doing a craft show, he's a woodcarver. And, um, and I just, I got myself all ready. I put makeup on and I wanted to look like this mom that had it all together, had the kids and, you know, baby in the stroller walking in I'm like I'm gonna be that mom that's got it all together (laughs) and then um I said what do you think Ben like I was just kind of like you know asking him what I what he thought he's just like it's not really you like you know it's you just kind of um you are who you are and um I guess sometimes you have that picture in your head of what you think you should be and um and then sometimes you get called out on it like hey that's not really you you know you you, um, you're you, and that's why the kids love you because you're you. Yeah, you I love that you're bringing this up because this sort of even ties into the yeah. What do we make up about, about being a mom? That oh, so to be this what perfect mom? I'm supposed to have hair and makeup and these certain clothes, and then the perfect stroller and the you know I come in and there's no spit up on my shirt and I right. This is a real thing for, I think a lot of moms deal with this. I, I think this is a very real thing. I, I remember, of course, when I had my kids, we didn't have cell phones and we didn't, right? But how many times do we say, oh, do I have enough photos up on Facebook? Do I have, right? Like they're just, it's this constant, constant. And of course, you and I both know that there's things 
way deeper than that, that people are struggling with and belief systems and what we make up about how we're supposed to be. And you and I talked even coming into the show that we are perfectly created in the image of God. You are a daughter of the king. You even told me that. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And so when we are in that place of seeing that, it's it's all okay. We are created in his image and being authentic is being what that creation is, right? I think that's important. What do you think distracts people from their authenticity? What do you think really gets in the way for people? I think probably the shoulds and what um, they think that they should be doing or how how they think they should be. Um, So I think a lot of that is distracting. Um, Sometimes, you know, media, social media, um, movies, whatever it is, you know, you sometimes like with the mom example, you'll see a mom just playing with their kids and, and, you know, all these different things. And um, you just think, oh, I wish I could be more like that. And I should be more like this instead of, you know, like embracing who you are and going with that. And um, that's, that's who they really want. Anyways, as kids, they just want you to be you and they want to feel comfortable being themselves by looking up to you, who's being you, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And and when you're saying this too, I'm thinking like even keeping up with the Joneses, not of course to be confused with Josh and Yvonne waking up with the Joneses Joneses here, but we, what is it that we need to have this car and this boat and this, all these things, and it's not authentic. And in fact, it gets a lot of people into a lot of trouble, a lot of debt, a lot of other things, because what is that belief system that somehow I need to have those things to what compete, to stay up, to keep up? God doesn't say any of that stuff to us at all. And and yet people do it all the time. Yeah. How do we help people see the beauty that God sees in them? What are some of the things that you do to just really reconnect with God and that beauty I know you read the word. I know that's one of your big things. Yeah, reading um, and just praying also, just spending time. Um, and then also writing. So sometimes I'll be, I'll be writing and I feel led to um, write different things that are truth um, or ask him like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> you know, just having him um, show me what's true and, and real. Yeah. Amen. And as you're talking in the writing, I think writing, there's something so powerful about it. And like one of the things, like I love to take um, a scripture thing, read it, meditate on it, and then write whatever God, I just feel him speaking and sort, sort of prayer at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about you. Do you like writing with a certain kind of utensil? Do you like, I love writing with pencils. I don't know. And Sharpies, pencils and Sharpies are my thing. Do you feel any connection to that? Also, well, I usually just use whatever's laying around. Sometimes it's a crayon. And you a are a mama four. I was just going to say you are a mama four. <laughs> a broken crayon or a napkin. Um, so yeah, if I can get a nice gel pen, it's kind of nice. But usually they're disassembled and yeah. in a million pieces. So. Yeah, I forget. As a as a mama of four, I'm sure you probably don't have a box of sharpies laying out nearby because your walls would have a whole new mural on them, right? right? <laughs> well, and the reason I bring this up is. I feel that there's something about creativity and what it opens up to authenticity. There is something about creativity feeding the authenticity. And for some people, literally, that can make a huge difference in even how they're writing and and what that looks like. So that's, I was just curious. And of course, yeah, as mama for crayons, (laughs) so so appropriate. (laughs) 
Even with creativity and doing our best to be authentic, we can still make mistakes. Do you have a mistake or two that sticks out in your mind? Definitely. Um, (laughs) I've got many, but we don't have that much time. So I'm just going to share one that really kind of stuck with me. Um, I was driving my dad's car, learning how to drive, and I mistook the gas for the brakes as I was going to church for a youth group. Um, So I ran into the church building, and everyone ran out because they thought there was an earthquake. (laughs) And these are the guys I was playing hockey with. Um, I wanted them to not think of me as someone that runs into churches, makes mistakes, things like that. Um, so I knocked a few bricks out of the church and, um, I was, I was beside myself. I was just crying so hard and just sobbing. And my dad came in to my bedroom and started patting my hair. And he said, you know, someday you're going to tell this story to someone that's hit a deer or had some sort of car accident uh, that, you know, might have been something they could have avoided. <laughs> and they are going to laugh so hard <laughs> because you hit a church. <laughs> and I have used this story um, other times, too, when people said, oh, I did this. I said, well, one time I ran into a church, came out of nowhere. Um, they had to do a fundraiser to in the bulletin about making money <laughs> to replace the bricks. I mean, it was it just wouldn't stop. So, um, but that was something that I've learned to make people laugh to feel comfortable with the mistakes that they've made. So, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. And wouldn't it be great if a lot more of us could share those kind of stories with other people too? Definitely. <laughs> I mean, not that we hit a church. Right. <laughs> Don't <laughs> do that. We're gonna start a new campaign called the Church Hitter Society. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Thanks for sharing. I think that will, for a lot of people, will make them feel a lot better, probably about some of their mistakes too, right? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So I was curious about thankfulness and gratitude, because that's something that you talk about uh, when you're in this place of authenticity, being filled with thankfulness, being filled with gratitude. Why do you think that shifts the energy so much around authenticity? It really helps you to put your mind on what's real. So like even in the muck and the mire, you're standing in a mess. There's stuff everywhere, um, whether it's physical or you just have a lot of other things going on. Um, just being thankful for what you have in the moment. Yes. Um, that's something that my grand really um, helped instill in me is just being thankful. Like look, look around, what, what are you thankful for right now? Um, it helps to shift your mind off of the problem and then... Um, onto the truth of, wow, actually, there's a lot to be thankful for here. And um, sometimes even listing five things out, sometimes it can take some time because, you know, your mind is on everything else. But um, just being thankful that there is a mess if there's something on the floor or um, that there are children to, um, you know, cause problems or make a mess. You know, I'm very thankful um, for them. And yeah, so just being thankful of uh, whatever situation that you're in, there's things that you can be thankful for. I I love that you're bringing up the kids and the floor and everything because I so many times think about like, I remember times growing up being afraid to be my authentic self because sometimes my authentic self as a child didn't always agree with something, but yet, oh, you have to toe the line or you have to believe this because this is what we believe in this home, right? But that didn't feel authentic to me. And so as parents to give space for our kids to give that learning and growth opportunity and to really help them navigate 
So I'm glad that you bring that up about the kids. And I think as parents being aware of how are we being in authenticity with our kids? I mean, I think about, you know, when parents didn't tell us something because what, they didn't think we could handle the information or what, what were they making up about our ability to do or not do something? It just didn't feel authentic, right? So I think as parents, being very aware of that is really, really important. Definitely. And, and I know you guys, that's something that's really, really important for you. I, I love what you said. Um, I can't remember if it was in the beginning part or uh, when we were in the break, but you were like laughing over some of the mistakes, like, well, there's got to be a lesson in here somewhere. <laughs> I love that you laugh about them. Yeah, that's, um, that's definitely a trademark <laughs> that I have, I guess. Um, one of the things that, uh, and my husband, his same way with, um, with learning, with building, with, with anything, um, it was Dick Larson that says uh, that there's, um, there's a lesson in there somewhere. <laughs> so sometimes you just got to find it. Um, and so with my husband, with building, with um, did he, things that he's done, um, learned, he just said, wow, you know, like, that's priceless to be able to learn this lesson. Yeah. Um, so being comfortable making mistakes, um, knowing that the previous mistakes are covered, but that there's lessons in there, and that helps you to be more brave to try different things to know that, hey, this is a lesson that I can't um, just go and pay for. Like I have to <laughs> experience it. And um, and yeah, it's, it's priceless to learn yeah. from the mistakes. Absolutely. Well, learning from mistakes, going back and doing something else again, that is being authentic and it's being genuine in our authentic lifestyles as well. Kayla, we want to thank you so much for coming on to talk to us about joy and authenticity. Keep being authentic because you are the real you. Thank you, Deb. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And thanks to all of you for choosing to listen. Please remember to go out, live joy, and share joy. Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.